Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Chili Davidson. Hey, Chili. Hi, Damian. I'm good, man. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so glad to have you here. We finally got rid of Cody. It's only taken us five years. I murdered him in yeah. a cold blood. And you know what? I couldn't have asked for a better guy to come in here and uh, fill his shoes. I mean, we're best friends. We've been best friends for too long now. Yeah, and uh, I know. We uh, we love each other. And uh, this is great, man. I, I'm so excited. I, I was I enjoyed the five year anniversary podcast so much. You did such yep. a wonderful job. There's so many great people you brought back and so many great mm-hmm. stories. Uh, I'm such a fan of this podcast. So this oh, is so fun. And, and, and that's why we bring you back here is because uh, you love us and you love what we do. And now that Cody is dead, we need someone who who loves me and the show, because uh, mm-hmm. if he wasn't here, then I, I don't know what I would do. I, I might have someone yeah. who doesn't love me. And he that, doesn't uh, like you or the show anymore. He told yeah. me he's done. He is that is that why he left? He said, I'm not I'm done with that stupid, like improvised story stuff. It's childish. I, I'm going to go on to bigger and bigger, better things like yeah. Netflix series or whatever he's doing. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Something like that. I, I don't know. I, I didn't actually read any of the messages he sent me about it. I just said he wasn't going to be here and I stopped paying attention. No, why would you? He's not important anymore. What's That's, important is this. Yeah. What's happening now? Yeah, and what's happening now is that we have a guest today. Whoa. It's a- actor, writer, comedian, Ned Petrie. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hey, Hi, Ned. Uh, thank you for acceding to my... I only had one condition to do the show today, and that was that uh, Cody be murdered. Yeah. And, and uh, um, I thank you for... Yeah for uh, making that. I mean, I, I don't want to be a diva, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, yeah, but yeah. there's there's certain things I need for it to work out. Well, of yeah, course. I mean, we, we guests don't like him. <laughs> yeah, we care about our guests mm-hmm. uh, uh, here at Spooked. And uh, if you if if that's what you want, that's what you get. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. And I that, mean, we'll we'll do anything that the guest wants. That's how it works. Well, that's why you have such a sterling reputation in the world of uh uh, people that are guests on podcasts sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're really big in that community. There's a community out there, and yep. we talk. We say, "Who? What? What are you doing? What are you on? Who are you working with?" And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking I mean, of that, uh, Ned, which other podcasts have you been on? <laughs> oh gosh, I mean, uh, y- you know, uh, um, there's so many areas of of interest. Yeah, uh, you know that uh, that I carry. I. I of course have my own podcast about the uh, uh, the show Studio Sixty on the Sunset Strip, a short-lived Aaron Sorkin series. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I I do a podcast where we go scene by scene. Um, oh wow! So we every episode is a scene uh, of the show. Um, we're trying to get Sorkin on, or uh, the guy uh, yeah. you know Chandler, whatever that what's that guy Matthew Matt Perry. Perry. <laughs> uh, he he's he's busy. He wants to do it. Yeah. Um, so most of my focus is on that one. Um, but, uh, otherwise, <laughs> oh gosh, here I am on an improv podcast and I can't time... improvise two podcasts that I've been on. When I saw studio 60 for the first time, I loved it. It is very hard to go back and watch it. But the first time I saw it, I was like, cause I was obsessed with SNL and like, I was an Aaron Sorkin fan. I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Like, it's so real. And now going back to it, it's like, oh, it's 
it's weird. <laughs> it's bonkers. The reason it's it was on my mind is because in the last three weeks, I don't know if people are revisiting it during the pandemic or something. I've been on several uh, comment threads on Twitter and Facebook where people are like, hey, I'm just rewatching the show and it's completely nuts. Yeah. Do you know the show, Damien? I don't actually. I, I really Aaron should Sorkin. check this out. Yeah. Aaron Sorkin, great I, writer. I've heard Aaron of the Sorkin. guy. Okay. Yeah. You know, like, you know, big generational iconic yeah. writer West Wing, yeah, yeah. social network a few yeah. and so many so, uh, between west wing, wing right yeah <laughs> between west wing, so. between west wing and social network he does a show that's like west wing but it's not the white house it's saturday night live or like which show that's he's supposed never to be like been it. to he's never and, but they didn't let him go see it i think matt perry is the only one in that whole cast and crew who's like host it so no one <laughs> has any idea what it's like backstage in that place and most of the documentaries had not come out at that point either it's wow. and it's it's nuts it's like you you think like west wing or social network he's like oh this guy's really good at writing stories that take place in in specific you yeah. know settings universes where you know and mm -hmm. um and then he he totally misses the mark this guy has no friggin clue yeah, How something like weird. that gets made. It's weird. <laughs> and like, I would say like, there's still, still great themes in it because he's just mm -hmm. a great like thematic writer. But in terms of like writing about the comedy show, it just makes no sense. Like, it's like, because it, it's like, ah, like you can do it with the White House. You can do it with the newsroom. But it's weird. Like, I don't even like sports night that much because it's very weird to make those places like a drama. <laughs> it's very just ugh, like, it's like cringy, right? But he's still like, there's still great dramatic moments but when they try to make them about the comedy the show, comedy like, so no. the 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 thing on the show is all the the cast members and the writers on this fictional version of a saturday live esque it's a weekly live sketch comedy show yeah they're not interested in things being funny they want things that are brave yeah like that's their thing <laughs> everything they do is brave and the, and the big dramatic turn every week is and um so Matthew Perry comes on, he replaces the Lauren Michaels type figure and he really, and he's racking his brain the whole week. What do we do? How do we, how do we show the world that we're back, that we're satirical, that we've got edge. And then it like hits him, and then it cuts to what that sketch is. And the cold open that week is a Gilbert and Sullivan inspired. <laughs> <laughs> they stand, they wear little choir robes and they sing I am the very model of a modern major general, yeah. but they change all the adjectives so that it's about, we are the very model of a modern television network comedy TV show, TV network TV. comedy show. And and they cut, like they're doing it live and then they do the reverse shot of him and Bradley Whitford like nodding and smirking <laughs> like, we nailed it, we're back. It's so good, man. It's we like, are the bravest thing on television yet uh -huh. again. Gilbert it's and Sullivan. Insane. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I think, yeah, the first episode's like a meltdown by Judd Hirsch. He was like mm -hmm. the old Lauren Michaels and he like freaks out about how, how much the network sucks and this show sucks and it is so funny. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> This sounds like right up our alley because like longtime listeners of the show know that uh, we, we don't do anything funny. We're only about being <laughs> brave here. So, you know, I, I think that uh, I think people are really going to be interested in uh, hearing what you have to say about this show. Oh, for sure. I, you know, it started as a joke a few minutes ago, but yeah. honestly, this podcast does have to happen. I think because it does. I, I any comedy person I've met that's seen the show just wants to talk about like how... <laughs> How crazy that this and was a only, show. 
it only really got canceled because 30 rock was also on the same and it was like oh well 30 rocks the funny version and why would you have a serious version of a comedy show so that's why it like lost out that's that the the weirdest thing show. about this show is that it came out the same fall as 30 rock yeah, nbc yeah. put out two shows that were about a behind the scenes weekly wow. nbc sketch comedy show one a, a neat absurdly dramatic mm-hmm. not funny version and one that was silly and somehow yeah. 30 rock won. like in and, retrospect wow. it, it seems obvious but at the time like yeah. the, the the budget on that show it's insane was crazy and aaron totally sees now like aaron sorkin went on 30 rock like he is fully understanding why 30 rock won like i think he's a smart enough guy to be like oh yeah this wasn't the right idea <laughs> <laughs> And the best scene for me on Studio 60, and I hope maybe there's a way to incorporate it in a spooky story we're going to do, yeah. is when uh, Nate Cordry's in the cast. You know this episode, Chili? Yeah, yeah, And yeah, yeah. his family is visiting, and he's like, I just want my parents to be proud of me. Here he is. <laughs> he's in the cast of SNL, basically. And he's showing them, like, this is where we do the sketches. This is where the writers. And they're just like, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, you know? yeah. And oh my God. he does the episode, and they're about to leave like well anyway we're leaving and and he he snaps he's like what's wrong with like why is nothing i do is ever good enough for you i'm i'm doing brave comedy every <laughs> week on television and you can't be happy for me and then his dad snaps and goes damn it your brother's in afghanistan <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and that was the end like a stark reminder oh yeah we're having fun in the sketch sketch comedy show yeah. but you know who's really brave yeah. His brother, who is currently a hostage in Afghanistan, like, yeah. sorry, your parents weren't lightening up, Nate Cordry. Oh my God. <laughs> That's incredible. What a turn. The what a turn. I got to say, this sounds like a great show. Uh, but uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, great shows uh, and spooky things, uh, Nick, <laughs> if anyone's still listening after this, uh... do, do you believe in ghosts? Do I believe in ghosts? Yes. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it's I, I believe the world is richer for the people that the fact that we have people that do. Right. Because I like ghost stories. I like ghost yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. I like people that share their sort of ghost phenomena mm-hmm. thing. Like I find that interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, <laughs> I, I can't think of anything I've experienced or could that I would uh, describe as a as a ghost that's totally fine as a total non-believer i'm 100 on your side i mean i think it's great that people have these these experiences and these stories and it, and it makes for some interesting stories but that's that's all i see them as is yeah. is stories now uh cody uh longtime host first time uh, absentee uh, <laughs> does believe in this stuff and uh oh. you know we we go we go head to head sometimes about it so it's it's, it's a it's a breath of fresh air to have a guest who finally is on my side. And, uh, you know, and we're really putting him in his place today. Chili, what do you think? I've never believed in them. I like, I have a theory, like whenever the people that believe in them tell you they believe in them, they're already people that you're like, mm, you're a little of an interesting <laughs> folk, you know? It's either one of two things. Either they're a very uh, kooky person and they're already kind of, or they're super religious. I think that one of those two things and they're fine. I respect you. Great. Uh, but I'm not a ghost person. I just like, there's yeah. no way. Like, it's like one time when I was a kid, the, you know, the lights were on when I was really, it's like, you could have dreamt that. Like, it's so easy. Like, why yeah. do you think that that is proof? That's it. One time when you were five, 
the lights went on in your room and there's no explanation, no, I'm I'm gonna pass on that. Well, there's one thing I've noticed is mo most people I know that are seriously into it and say that they've had like experiences where they've seen something. One thing they all have in common is sleep disorders, basically. <laughs> like where yeah. there's like, you're kind of dreaming and you're kind of awake or you have mm -hmm. like very vivid nightmares and stuff like that. So I kind of get, you know, because your body does interpret those things as real oh, if you have those oh, types no, of disorders. Course, yeah. But yeah, there basically is an, is an explanation. I love these shows. There's like a million of these shows where there's ghost hunters. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And how they're able to cram out all these episodes based on nothing. Like they're able to make dozens and dozens of episodes where nothing happens oh, and all they sure. need to do is edit the, the music in such a way <laughs> that it makes it seem like something is happening. Yeah. Like that, you know that device they have on those shows where they're like, "This is a device that oh, rapidly yeah, yeah. goes through the radio channels, right?" Yeah, Which... and you just hear, bleh, 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 bleh. and then occasionally you hear like, uh, you know, uh, donut, and then it keeps going like, "Oh my god, <laughs> <Donut."> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, someone on the radio waves, you know, there's a, there's a whole spectrum, there's a whole there's a whole uh, spectrum of radio frequencies out there. Someone said the word donut. It's not yeah. that. Uh, yeah. That's it. Well, it's the same thing, like uh, where they have like artifacts and pictures and things like that. Mm -hmm. All all those things they're they're easily explainable, and I, I find it really really funny that I, I think people really just want to believe in it. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, hundred uh, percent. Memory is such a funny thing too, because even something that you might have seen that was fairly, you know, innocuous and and not supernatural, the more you remember it and the more you tell it, the the more and more outlandish it gets. But you still believe that that is what happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, it's like anything like people want to believe religion because it makes them feel better. So it's like, just like ghosts. Well, I, I sometimes think back on like scenes from movies and stuff that scared <laughs> me when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, and then I look at those things again now as an adult, like I haven't seen it since I was a kid mm -hmm. and it looks totally different. Like my mind, my memory turned that image or that sequence into something that was much, you know, much more intense or much more visceral or much gorier or much more whatever than it actually was. Yeah. Well, yeah. since you, you haven't had a paranormal experience, what, what's a movie that really scared you as a kid? A movie that scared me as a kid. Um, so like my favorite uh, movies when I was uh, real young, I just wore out the videotape on, uh, on Pee-wee's Big Adventure yeah. and yeah. Beetlejuice. Um, those are my two faves mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. both of them have, you know, scary things in them in yeah. Pee-wee's, I mean, Pee-wee's big adventure. Everything's, you know, yeah. Is it large Marge? Is that large Marge that? in particular, yeah. large Marge, <laughs> when she turns and says, you know, and they pulled out the, the body out of the, out of the, the mangled body out of the wreck. And it looked like this, <laughs> um, that was boy, like, that's what I kind of had in mind when I was describing, uh, thinking of something that I saw as a kid, because when I rewatched it, I'm like, oh, I thought the claymation was a lot more, <laughs> a lot scarier looking. <laughs> yeah. Like if you asked me to draw a picture of what that looked like, yeah, I made it a lot scarier in my mind. Totally. It actually yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's one example. Um, I guess Beetlejuice isn't full of jump scares, but there's a lot of grotesquery, you know, when they rip off their faces and eyeballs, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those lines. Um, I'm trying to think of any other uh, things that, well, oh, the show Unsolved Mysteries. So that oh, was yeah. on the air when I was a kid. And it was on Fridays at like nine or something, nine to 10. So sometimes I'd watch it before going to sleep. And, you know, the ghost stories in there were like, you know, interesting. 
But the scary stuff was the like there's a murderer on the loose. So that yeah, stuff kind of scared yeah. me a bit. That's um, more scary than any ghost. It's a little more scary. Um yeah. But uh, but they even sometimes presented those things as maybe like maybe it's supernatural. We don't know. Well, that's the funny thing. Unsolved Mysteries is one of those shows that did a lot of like true crime stuff. But every once in a while, they would throw in those kind of weird. Yeah, it wasn't exclusively true crime. I think the new they just launched a new version on Netflix, Mm -hmm. which I don't count because if if Robert Stack isn't the host, like what are you even doing? Um, Is he still alive? No, he, he died like 20 okay, years ago, well, but, <laughs> but you know, they, they, he did enough episodes. They could probably load all the words into a right. synthesizer and uh, yeah, they could do it. Like uh, when, when uh, Isaac Hayes left South park and they yeah. just used all his old uh, chef clips, just, just hologram them in. I mean, most of the yeah. stories on unsolved mysteries, they tread the same themes. Yeah. So I'm sure you could do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, so now it seems to all be true crime and disappearances, but it used to be mm-hmm. a blend of like paranormal UFO and then, a you know, a, mm-hmm. a few heartwarming things, you know? Well, yeah, you, you got to have the heart in it and a little uh, bit of heart. You know what? Uh, speaking of, of heart, uh, we, we've been doing this, this, this segment while, while Cody has, but you know, he's not here. And uh, some people call him the heart of the show. I, I wouldn't call him that, but uh, we, we can't forget him. So we're going to we're going to try one of these would you rathers and see if it's sure. worth keeping around now that he's gone. Um, <laughs> so uh, so, Ned, uh, would you rather walk through a graveyard at midnight or spend a night in a spooky abandoned old house? And we might have had this one before, but I don't do hmm. these, uh, you know, so. My concern with the spooky abandoned house is whether there's something sleep like comfortable to sleep on. Mm. Like if it if the house is loud and creaky and there's you know drafts and stuff, I don't know. I just I would rather not sleep there. Yeah. Not because I'm scared of ghosts or nothing. Yeah. Just uh <laughs> no, but, not me, eh? Not me. I'm not scared of ghosts, eh? Ghosts, huh? But it would just be a nice uh, you know, it 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 depends on how nice the place is. If it's that's... one of those like mansions that's like haunted. Mm-hmm. Oh, I might go for it uh, cool. just to sleep on, you know, a big old, you know, millionaire's bed from turn of the last century. Yeah. Uh, but in general, walking around a graveyard at midnight, totally up my alley. I yeah. would love that. I've done that's it before. great. I don't care. My thing is like, you know, if you ever been in like Casaloma, you're like, it'd be cool to just sleep in all these beds tonight that you you see in there. So I, I feel it'd be the same way. My my fear about the house would be uh, dust and mold because I have allergies. So, oh, you know. yeah. Sam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is there a place to plug in my CPAP machine? Exactly. You know, like these That's these right. are concerns. I need to go to the bathroom several times a night. How up to date is this plumbing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it depends. If it's Finger a nice pops. house, that wins. But if not that graveyard all the way. I can't. I'm, I would be so nervous. I hate new places and stuff. Like I'm so jumpy. Whenever I was like a camp counselor, any kid that like moved a little bit in the cabin, I'd like freak out and like turn my light on. Like it, when you when you in there for a while, I get comfortable, but I, I get freaked out. Like I just book it through the graveyard and then we have no problems. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I never had a problem with. Gra- I find graveyards to be very relaxing because uh, usually there's nobody there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're usually like a nice trees and like well. Yeah, landscape. they're beautiful. Like they're, they're beautiful nice places. places to walk through. Yeah, um, you know? I think if if I was if I had to like sleep outside for a night, I would probably stay in the graveyard. I'd probably be uh, the the best place to stay. Oh, you're staying the whole night. You're not I, just I'm walking just saying, through at midnight. If, if I had to, but I'll okay. walk through it. I don't care. 
All right, let, let's let's try one more of these. Let's see. Uh, uh, would you rather go trick or treating or go out on a date? <laughs> <laughs> Those don't have to be mutually exclusive. I, I mean, are you feeling scary or romantic? That's what this uh, mm. website wants to know. So uh, you could do uh, both, right? I mean, I I can't imagine a scenario where I would rather trick or treat. Like, I think trick or treating is fun, but I'd rather be the one giving out the candy. You know, you get to see the kids. Oh yeah, have a good time. You get to see their costumes. But well, that's a that's a really good thing for people to know that you are a giver. You know, you got that right. Yeah, you got that. And, right. And uh, any ladies who want to go on a date instead of trick or treating, this is the guy, right? Yeah. Here. No, here's the date. You come to my house. We're gonna hand out candy. I've, I haven't lived anywhere. Like I live in an apartment building. There are no kids mm -hmm. here. I've as long as I've lived in Toronto, I don't think my door has been knocked on once for yeah. anybody looking to trick or treat, but I'd be all for it. Yeah. And now with, with COVID, I don't even know how it's going to happen this year. Yeah. If it's going to happen. Yeah. It's, it seems like it's like sort of borderline, right? Cause you are like interacting with the kids and stuff. Just put the candy out front and yeah. let the kids get it for themselves. Well, like I mean, everyone should be wearing a mask anyway. Like like Halloween's yeah. a rare example where masks are, Hey, this year or no, yeah, uh, that's an encouraged thing to be wearing. But that's the other true. issue, though, a lot of fright involved, a lot of gasps, right. you know, shrieks, mm -hmm. and those can spread the uh, the droplets around. So, well, what, one yeah. thing you could do uh, to stay distant and safe is uh, you could just throw sanitized loonies off your balcony for the kids to pick oh, up nice, later. Nice, nice. Uh, UNICEF, I think UNICEF should be brought back this year for COVID. Yeah, uh, just everyone carrying dirty pennies around. <laughs> well, if you just have a like a bucket of like sanitizing solution filled with coins outside your your door. <laughs> Well, when I was a kid, uh, my mom, you know, wanted to go to the bank. This is before they had ATMs, you know, and uh, uh, you could. I, I was excited to go because you could drive up to a little drive-through and you could send your check through a pneumatic tube. I don't know if really? either of you have a memory of this. I've this seen type of thing tubes. happening, but no. you the drive-through at the bank was you could drive up, and then they would send a tube. <laughs> like and it would come up through this yeah. like vacuum tube and you could put in your check and put it in there <laughs> no. and then they would send you back like the cancel Not check true. or the receipt but here's what made it great they would throw in a couple suckers in there because the bank the bank knew Whoa. that children hated going to the bank so every time yeah. you went to the bank was an opportunity to get candy so point is pneumatic tube is already an established candy delivery system that's and fair. i think it could be the solution for trick-or-treating this year. i, I think say. that's that's made up that's, no. story. that's like a ghost story you just made that sounds way too cool that's nah, not, man. That's nah, like man. first federal like lakewood they had a pneumatic tube blew my mind I, I gotta say if if uh if i went to the bank and uh they had pneumatic tubes i would love going to the bank with my mom but you know i just had to stand by the atm and and wait Ugh, was, atms atms are the worst thing that ever happened in the history of banking it really is took away the human element took away the candy it's it's crap. It's bullshit. All right. Well, I think we've we've talked enough about the bank and you know whether or not ghosts are real or not. So uh, we, we we've got our own spooky story to tell here. We all drew positions. Uh, Ned, what did you draw today? I drew the celebrity. Ah, the celebrity. So for that, we're going to go to a random celebrity generator. We're going to have four celebrities drawn. You're going to have to pick one of those, and sometime throughout the story, you have to be that celebrity okay you can be I... other people you're not stricken to it but uh yeah all right so here we go your options are uh sienna miller peter jackson drake 
and David Copperfield. Uh, what was the second one again? Uh, Peter Jackson. Oh boy, that'd be good too. Um, <laughs> it's a pretty good pull, I gotta say. Oh gosh, either Peter Jackson or David Copperfield. What's uh, well, do you like magic <laughs> or do you like bullshit with tigers? <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to go David Copperfield. All right, okay, David Copperfield. And uh, Chili, what, what did you draw? I'm the narrator. And that means I drew the swing, so I got no responsibility. But for the narrator, Chili, we're going to go to canigetit.com for a location, a relationship, or a word in order to get this story started. What would you like? Can we get a location, please? All right. Uh, ski Lodge. Ski Lodge. Ski Lodge. Mm-hmm. The Spooky Ski Lodge with David Copperfield. And whenever you're ready, Chili, take it away. It was a beautiful sunny day up in northern Ontario at the ski hills and a wonderful family was about to embark on a perfect day of skiing up at Ski Ski uh, Resort and it was beautiful. The sun was shining, was gleaming and it was just one of those days that you could feel your skis just crisp crunch, crisp crunch into the snow. Oh, Dad, I- I'm so glad that we finally got to come up here to go skiing. I mean, I mean, it's been too long, you know, uh, ever since ever since mom left. I-, I feel like all we've done is, you know, just sit home and cry. Well, son, now we have a chance to cry somewhere else. That's true. And I've got something to tell you. Yeah, this isn't just going to be a ski weekend. We're moving up here. For real and for true. Yep. Got a caretaking job up here. Right here on the mountain, where the snow is crunchy, crunchy, crunchy. Wow. My dad's going to take care of a mountain. That's exciting. It sure is. And uh, while we're up here, we'll have plenty to do. We won't have to think about your mother ever again. Who? (laughs) (laughs) They laugh as they lift the bar and go down a double black diamond hill. (laughs) Whoa! 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 Oh, oh, son, yeah, I oh, love these moments. I love you, Dad. <laughs> I love you, too. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Excuse me. Excuse huh? me. Yes. Uh, let me see your tags. Let me see them right now. Let me oh, see your tags right now. Very well, uh, if we must. Dad, what's going on? He looks official, son. I think we should show him our tags. Okay. I ripped them. I ripped <gasps> your tags. Do you know why? Because would... you were reckless on that hill. And you're done. You're done now. You're not allowed back on any hill ever again. Oh, no, but da- this Dad, was supposed to be the start of our new life up here. Yeah, if you're not allowed on the hill, Dad, how are you supposed to take care of it? We already sold the house back home. This was supposed to be our new home. This is where we were supposed to live without Mom. This was where we were supposed to start our new lives. This is where Dad was going to marry a, a, a tree or something. and then I was going to marry a snow woman. Well, this is my home, and I don't have a life, so screw you two. I hope you're not happy. Wait a minute. Just who in the heck are you anyway? Steve, Steve Stopper. Steve Stopper, I work here at the Ski Ski Resort, and uh, I have full authority to remove any tickets at any point. I'm but- a ski police. I I was supposed to be the new caretaker of this hill, and now you're telling me that it's all gone, that we just have to go. Thank God. It is a pigsty in those washrooms. Hopefully you can get working on that soon. 
Well, well we can't because we have to leave. You, you ripped up our, our ski passes. We're not allowed on the mountain anymore. Listen, oh, yeah. sir, you're going to regret it if you don't let us stay on this hill. There's going to be trouble coming your way. Trouble? <laughs> I don't even know the first word of trouble. Say, uh, what's that over there? What? Push! Whoa! Ah! And the, the ski, the Steve fell all the way down the ski hill and crashed at the bottom and immediately needed medical attention. <laughs> medical attention we're not going to provide him, son. Okay, Listen, Dad. you can't tell anybody what I just did. All right, but our future, the future we're going to make together, depends on us staying here. And Steve Stopper ain't going to stop us. All right, Dad. I'm telling you to turn a blind eye. I, I think, I, I, think I can do that for you. Help me. Turn oh. a deaf ear. I think I can. A blind eye. Just ignore him. Uh, I think I can. Oh, think I can do that for you, Dad. For us. Oh. This is cruelty. This is cruelty. You broke a law. He's going to die in a swift way, a painless way. Don't worry, Dad. I'll roll this big snowball over on top of him. Okay. That might help. Well, surely he must be dead now. Ain't no way he's still alive under there. And Steve Sopper pulled the snowball out from on top of him. Ah, you fools. I grew up on these hills. You can't beat me with snow. It just makes me stronger. Bang! I didn't, I hope I wouldn't have to use the gun. But it looks like Steve Stopper needs to be stopped one way or another. Dad, I didn't that know. gun should do the trick. I didn't know you had a gun. Ever since your mother disappeared, son. Wow. We've uh, needed it for our own protection. Dad, you are the coolest dad in the whole world. Thank and you. I'm so proud to have you as my gun-toting father. Yes, but remember, we can't tell anybody that we killed this man who's clearly dead now. Right. No way he's still alive. Right, no one I was... mean, between the crevasse, the broken bones, the snowball, the uh, bullet. Uh, That's right. Well, why don't we go clean up the washrooms? And are you, are you fucking kidding me? Wait. Are you fucking kidding me with this Wait. guy? You can't stop Steve Stopper. I was wearing a bulletproof ski vest. Dad, look, hand a what? bear. It's a bear. A bear. bear should do the trick. Uh, uh, Maybe if I throw this bone-in ham at Steve, uh, the bear will uh, will eat some of him and his bones. No. There we go. Okay, his guts are outside of his body, so right. he must be dead by now. Yeah, we should probably go take care of those washrooms, right, Dad? They yeah, probably, probably should. I mean, yeah, it's it's part of my job. Hate hate to screw up the first day like that. Not yeah. fulfill. Um, and they walked inside to work on the cleaning the washrooms. Steve Sopper, seemingly dead. Mm. Wow, Dad. These toilets are really going to shine, aren't they? They sure are. Yeah. They're going to shine like the friggin' Chrysler building. This is our new life. We maintain this property. Daryl, <laughs> uh, excellent. Uh, you're, uh, you're early for your first day. Nice to see it. <laughs> yeah, we thought we'd just uh, get a, get it going here. You'll have to remind me. Uh, you, you are uh, Tom, oh, is that right? I'm Tom. That's right. I run Ski Ski. Uh, I, uh, I'm a big, big fan of this place. I love it. And I'm a big fan of you. Your resume was fantastic. You're oh, pretty overqualified you. this. You, uh, you came in, you, you ran um, 
uh, the bank. In That's Toronto. right. You ran a yep. bank. I ran the bank. Um, yep, I ran the bank. That's and not great. just the money, neither. The facilities and everything. That's why I'm so good with these toilets. You know what I miss from the bank? Do you remember when you used to be able to drive up there and there's that like tube that you oh my put God. your money You've in? got no idea. You've got no idea. That's what? when I knew uh, it was time to move away from the bank. When they dropped those tubes, I lost my whole reason bank. for loving it. You run the bank. Can't you just put that back in? Listen, Tom, some things are out of even my control. That's it. That's capitalism right there. That's it. It's out of control. You won't see capitalism here at Ski Ski. You won't see it. (laughs) Uh, Oh, by the way, I didn't introduce my son. Yeah. Hi, hi, Mr. Tom. I'm little Billy. I'm I'm so happy to be here with my dad. We're we're really getting to start fresh here. And I, I just wanted to thank you for that. Hi, Billy. Hey, let's shake on it. I'm a big fan of kids. Okay. Ow, you're hurting me. They're our future. <laughs> Ow, you're, crushing hey, uh, my, you're crushing my hand. Hey, uh, have either of you seen uh, Steve Sopper, our head ski police? Who? Uh, no. Never, uh, who? I've never heard of a guy with that name. No. I've never, I've never in my life. That's odd. He makes his presence known. He's a little bit too, he comes on a little too strong, if you know what I mean. But he does a good job here. He patrols the hills. No, we have no idea what you mean because we've never met this guy ever or did anything. We've certainly never met him. We've certainly, in fact, I don't think there's any trace of him anywhere around here. Yeah, I don't believe that there was ever a Steve Stopper. Not here, not on the bottom of the cliff down there near the rock, the jagged rocks. Not there. No. That's not suspicious at all. The specifics and every information you said about him. But uh, I think we're all good. I think you can just start your, your job, Daryl. And uh, Tommy, um, I've got some uh, puzzles in the other room if you want to work on it. My name is Billy. Your name is Tom. That's right. Sorry. Uh, uh, Billy, uh, I've got some puzzles in the other room if you want to work on them. Wow. That guy's a real narcissist, eh, Dad? Sure is, son. Sure is, son. And good job not mentioning anything about uh, Mr. Stopper. Yeah, don't okay? worry. It's, it's the secrets between us. We're going to we're going to have a long time here. Just you and me, Dad. If, if Tom finds out, he's going to tear us apart. Just like then that, it's going to be over for us. Just like that bear did, Mr. Stopper, right? That's right. Ooh. At least the bears are on our side. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, sir, are you OK in there? Oh, oh sorry. Uh, I just, it's, I got the bad case of farts today, I guess. I, I guess so. The... You didn't happen over here anything we were talking about, uh, did you, uh, Mr. Guy in the Ski? Too many farts. I have too many airy farts. Oh, Woo! good. Okay, that's, good. That's what my, the sound my fart makes. It'll yeah. be the says it's a problem, but I haven't been to a doctor in years. Damn okay. It. I feel okay. like that guy's heard too much. And I he's feel like you're right. And that's the stall we still need to clean. My God. If he tells anybody, if he tells Tom about what happened to Mr. Stopper. That's right. We'll have to go back to the city. So never get away from me. I know I implied before. What? Steve. Did you hear that? Stopper. What? Steve Stopper. Okay, son, I know I implied before that we would only have to kill one person today. All right, I'm going to I'm gonna open in there, and then you jump in and, and shoot him up with your gun. Okay, Dad? Ready? I sure will. Okay, one, here we go. two, three. Ha! Ah! Shit, I'm out of bullets. I'm going to have to beat him to death with the butt of the gun. Ah! Ah! 
ghost, you fools. I'm a ghost. The butt of my gun does nothing. It just goes through him. I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell Tom and you're going to lose your jobs and your family. What? Oh, God. Oh, God, it's the ghost of Steve Stopper. I knew that son of a bitch wouldn't make it that easy. I'll, I'll, I'll go tell Tom right now. Like hell, you're gonna. How do we make this ghost disappear, son? Oh, well, uh, in my school, we talked about ghosts once, and the only way to get rid of a ghost is to exercise them so that it can finally pass on. He must have had some unfinished business that we got to help him with. Mm, we're going to have to consult a ghost expert. Right. But where will we find one on the mountain? At that moment, Daryl ran outside and out of nowhere appears uh, D- David Copperfield. <laughs> God, I wish I could find someone who could help me make something disappear. Did somebody say disappear? <laughs> Hi, I get that all the time. It's me, David Copperfield. Wow, David Copperfield from the Dickens book. No, no, the magician illusionist extraordinaire. What? I'm, uh, I'm not familiar. I was just uh, skiing these here hills. Need to take a week off. The Vegas uh, casino is being fumigated, so right. thought I'd take a few a uh, few days up here on the hills in the crunchy, crunchy snow. Okay, well, Mr. Copperfield, do you think you could help me and my dad? We've got in a bit of a pickle with a ghost. For goodness sakes, we need help. We got a ghost here, and we need to make it disappear. What do you know about that, David Copperfield? Oh, I know quite a lot. You know, I, I once made the Statue of Liberty disappear on, a, on an ABC special. This ghost shouldn't be any problem. Uh, all right, yeah, well, let's go get him before he tells Mr. Tom about what we did. Well, right away. They ran back inside, and there, Steve Stopper was standing, not really because he was a ghost, but waiting in the doorway for Daryl, David Copperfield, and little uh, Billy. So this is your ghost, huh? Yeah, yeah. He, he was in the toilet, and then he ran out, and for some reason, he's just standing in the hallway. Ooh, I'm about to tell Tom. It seems like you don't want to tell Tom. Yeah, I feel like he would have done it by now. Okay, I didn't do it. You know why? Because I'm jealous. I'm jealous of your father-son relationship. I never had that. Wow. To think that anyone could be jealous of us. Dad, maybe we've been going about this the wrong way. Maybe we don't need to get rid of this ghost. Maybe we need to bring this ghost in. I get what you're... I'm picking up what you're laying down there, son. Yeah. Hey, David. Bang, bang, bang! Bang, bang! (laughs) Why? Why? There you go, Mr. Ghost. Now You You wanted me to kill him, right? You wanted me to kill David Copperfield? Well, I mean, that wasn't really what I meant. I meant we would invite him into our family, but... Oh, my God. But I I figured... I thought you were going for a subtext. But if you killed Steve. Yeah. I thought. I guess this way now David Copperfield's a ghost. And then now Steve can have a friend who's. You're damn right. I'm a ghost and I'm a little pissed off about it. Hi. uh, Are you uh, the ghost Steve Stopper? 
And that's me. Hi, I'm uh, the ghost of illusionist extraordinaire David Copperfield. Will you be my father? <laughs> suppose now is as good a time as any. Okay, that's a yes. I'll take it. Hey, hey, Dad, what yes, do you son? say about our new mountain home having two bachelors and their boys living together as friends? You know, before when I killed David Copperfield, yeah, it was out of the same paranoid delusion that led us to kill Steve Stopper. Mm-hmm. But now mm-hmm. that I see those two ghosts running around, tossing a football, a ghost football, yeah, to one another, now I'm seeing what it's all about. Yeah, Son, it's about you and me. It's about togetherness. It's about the bond. I love you, Dad. And I love you, son. And I love you, David Copperfield and Steve Stopper. Yeah, Ooh. Steve, you're my new brother. Ooh, how about a kiss? Okay. Hey, whoa, wait, wait a minute. Oh. Wait a minute. I was talking to David Copperfield. Oh, okay. Well, that's David Copperfield's choice. If he can sense... My new dad. Wait, okay. Okay. We're both adults. Yeah, we're both adults. I'm a magician, ghost, father, and I want to kiss my ghost son. Yes. Now, how about a kiss? (laughs) Wow. Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? It's me, Tom. Hey, oh, Tom. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, a lot has happened since you were last year. Yeah, we found Steve. He apparently is a ghost now. Yeah. Isn't that weird? <laughs> <laughs> and we found the illusionist David Copperfield, who's, who's now also a ghost. We don't know what happened. It's a mystery. I'll say a lot has happened. There's a lot of diarrhea in the bathroom that needs to be cleaned up. Oh. oh, ghosts! Were you pooping in the bathroom? <laughs> well, Dad, I'm really looking forward to our new life together. Just you, me, and the ghosts. And all the diarrhea. Spooked. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that was a scary story. Pretty scary in parts. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a very good skier, so that scared me. Mm. Uh, thinking about going on a, a, a double black diamond, I, I don't think I could do that. And there was a bear up there, like, yeah. a, like a grizzly bear or something, way something. up high in the mountain. Northern Ontario. Know. Well, that's yeah. where they live, right? Well, you don't expect them to go that far up the hill, but maybe they're aware of the ski resort, and that's yeah. why they target maybe, it. Maybe they were on a ski vacation. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Steve Stopper, made up name, but real guy, sort of, a guy that like basically yelled at me for going down to Black Diamond unsafely and punched a <laughs> hole in my ticket. He just yelled what? at me, like made me cry in like grade six or whatever on a ski trip. He was like, he's like, can your parents pay for taking someone home in a body bag? Like, I whoa, because like, I should have just, just said, yeah, what are you going to do about it? He was insane. <laughs> that was my only angle to tell him to stop was he'd have to pay for it. What were yeah. you doing? What were you doing that? Well, made... I just like wasn't like I went on a hill that was too much for me. And like I did, I just went straight down. Like I just went straight down the hill and he was freaking out because he's like, that's dangerous. And like, to be fair, it's like probably yeah. not the brightest idea, but like I just did it by accident. And like I wasn't trying to, I wasn't trying to get in anyone's way. Like if I run into someone, I would have tried to pull around. But mm-hmm. he just was like wanting to make me cry. That was what I, he was. I got to say, that's pretty rude of him, because, I mean, if you had been in an accident, your parents probably could have got a free helicopter ride out of it. 
<laughs> exactly. I, you know what? I, I don't really care about other people's lives when I'm skiing. It's all about me. It's all about me. So, here's my ski story. I didn't know how to ski, but I, I was an exchange student in Switzerland. This is true. Mm -hmm. And there you kind of have to ski or they send you home. Like if you don't try, like really? everyone skis every weekend. It's just, so if, if you refuse to participate in that, Mm -hmm. They would literally send you home for being like insubordinate. So I had wow. to like learn. And I was the only person over the age of five learning because everybody learns from like that yeah. young age. Wow. So I was doing so I was on these like bunny hills trying to learn. And occasionally adults would like yell at me because I was so much bigger than the other kids <laughs> around me that when I was falling down and stuff, it was a danger to them. Yeah, and then yeah, finally, yeah. when I got comfortable, I, I was like, okay, great. I'll, I'll actually ski on these or uh, snowboard on these uh, slopes. And I didn't like going very fast. I, I really liked the view. So I was constantly breaking like, oh, this is really nice. And then uh, Swiss people would just whiz past me super fast, cursing me out <laughs> because <laughs> mm -hmm. I was going so slow. It was dangerous for others. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Like, what the fuck are you doing? That's You're gonna like somebody. Canadians in hockey, right? If you don't learn how to play hockey, we'll send you out of the country, right? Yeah, it's like it's too late. Like, and if you want to learn later, it's like, look at this freak. Yeah, look at exactly. this jerk. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, that's that's, that's my problem. I, I I'm not a very good skater either. So you know, winter <laughs> sports and me, we just don't mix. I guess. So I'll tell you this though, when, when I got back to uh, when I came back to Canada. I skied one time or snowboarded one time and I, I did the black diamond by accident. Like I thought, well, I can't handle that. I'm not very good. I had internalized that I was not very good, but apparently mm -hmm. here I can handle everything. Yeah. The it's like standards that were too high. Yeah. Yeah. You like learned the hard way and like the, the, with the tough slopes, like wheel mountains, whereas like you go here and like blue mountain, it's like not really a mountain or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. You heard that blue mountain. You're not really a mountain. Come after me. Yeah. Come after me, huh? <laughs> huh? Huh? Not her? even fucking blue. You're neither blue nor a mountain. Yeah, the fuck do... you doing? Yeah, they they really messed up on the name on that one. Uh, but speaking of messing up the name, uh, Ned, where can people follow you? Let's do some plugs. You know? Oh sure. Uh, I guess I'm on Twitter at Ned Petrie. N e d p e t r i r i e. Uh, there's two shows I'm on that are currently airing. Uh, one's a kid's show called Ollie's Pack, which is every Saturday on YTV. Um, I think it's every weekday in the States on Nickelodeon if you're checking out there. And there's another show called Doomsday Brothers, which is uh, Sunday nights on Teletoon. So check out those. Nice. Awesome. Very cool. And uh, Chili, where can they find um, you? You can find me, ChiliDog44, my Instagram and my Twitter handle um also if you have me on facebook uh i i produce a weekly improv show every saturday night at 8 p.m on my uh facebook page through zoom we raise money for a different uh charity or venue or whatever every week it's super fun we have special guests and stuff um so that's awesome and uh damo and i damien and i will have sketches yeah. coming out soon with our troop boy girl party so uh keep on the uh notice for that because we're gonna have lots of really really fun content we've been working on over yeah so keep it and, and, and while we're at it just want to plug the upcoming studio 60 <laughs> we, we call it studio 60 360 yeah uh, that's with chili uh damien and you know whoever you know matt perry uh whoever else we can get 
and uh, shout out to David uh, Copperfield, uh, <laughs> seen at the MGM Grand uh, Las Vegas. And uh, we'll be tweeting all that out, uh, Spook Podcast. Uh, and you can you can go to the sonarnetwork.com, see a full profile on Ned, on Chili, and uh, and maybe even David Copperfield. Who knows? You know, we're gonna put him up there. And uh, Spook, Spook, Spook. Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.